Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. My eyes on Valentine's Day when somebody brings <laughs> me chocolate. Oh. oh, okay, yeah. Thank you. On the color, thank you for bringing me chocolate. Oh. Although somebody did put a little Dove dark chocolate in our mailboxes. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've already eaten that. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And I will say that kind of chocolate is my favorite kind of chocolate because I know what's in it. But we're asking you. What is the best piece in a box of chocolates? Bradley, 651-641-1071. Why are we asking? Give us a call. We want to know the best piece in the box of chocolates. I bought uh, Jamie and I a box for Valentine's Day early. I just bought it because I wanted chocolate, but it was I also Valentine's. I you said it. I, you bought it for both of you. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, right? He's yep. not eating a whole box of chocolates by himself. And I realized as uh, we began to work our way through the box yesterday... That most of the flavors are stupid and um, or like weird vestiges of a hundred years ago. And I can tell you what I mean by that, but I just think it's time to revamp the box of chocolate. Um, the sort of classic icon. Look, I know you can buy boxes of just the caramels, for example, right. or if you're like a psychopath, the creams and nut surprises things. Um, but I shouldn't say psychopath. I know some people actually like those. My point is. It's just weird to me. I love chocolate and I love a box of chocolate. Right. But I really do think that it's time for a freshen up. So if I were choosing and I were to answer my the question that I brought to the table today, the best piece of chocolate or the best piece in the box of chocolates, frankly, is the caramel. Hands down. Benefits if there's some sea salt oh, uh, dusted on top. It. But if it's a caramel, I'm in. And then we go down from there, as, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Everything else is a you know is a step down. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I don't know, Holly. I didn't see if if uh, there's people on the phone. We do have a caller. Oh, let's go to the phones. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the best piece of box? Or box? The best piece of box. Chocolate oh. in the box of chocolate. I'm the <laughs> wrong is. person to ask that question. It is Valentine's Day. We have Jeff on the line. Hi, Jeff. Well, isn't it caramel? But um, I always grab the nut clusters, the chocolate-covered nut clusters. So you like nuts? Yes. Yeah. 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 I hear chocolate. They're obvious. They're so obvious. You look at them, you know what they are. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. You know, uh, and I, too, am a fan of nuts. I will say I'm less a fan of nuts in my chocolate. And You're here's... a purist. You just you want to keep that all separate. Yeah, well, yeah. The... Look, again, remember how I said, like, I think that most flavors in a classical box of chocolates are either stupid. I mean, that's just my own personal judgment, which I realize is fraught. 
or just like these weird vestiges of 100 years ago. Right. And we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Like the, the classic box of chocolates in this country anyway was created, I'm assuming, at a time like at the early turn of the last century. Mm-hmm. So like the early the 1900s, 1900s where you had industrialization of chocolate. And the things that were rare and interesting to people then are not so rare or interesting now, i.e. nuts and fruit. Right. And so there are these just like bizarre combinations that most people on their face would be like, because, again, like I can find things that I like. Right. But I think if you presented people who've never had a box of chocolates before, like chocolate covered candied fruit peel. Which was in the box of chocolates Gross. that we got the other. I'm just like, is that the best we can do? No, no, we can do better. In <laughs> fact, actually, can do I, better. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say my feelings. Um, if I'm gonna get a box of chocolates, why, why anything that is not chocolate? For the most part, I'm gonna be annoyed by. What does that mean? Meaning, like, if it's gonna be more orange. Than chocolate or oh, more. Yeah. So you're talking about like the fruit creams and yeah, things. Yeah, but like I'll do like I'm fine with like oh I you know when you've won the lottery is when you bite into the chocolate and it's got like the dark chocolate like ganache center. Yeah, and you're just like like a truffle oh, or something. Thank you, you. Caramel peanut butter. Again, I think there are plenty of things that coconut even. I think there are plenty of things that can go into chocolate in the year 2020 that are delightful. That said, so I'm you know kind of bitching about the box of chocolates, but. I did ask you a very positive question, mm-hmm. which is what's the best piece? And Colleen, if, uh, while we're waiting for more calls, if I were to ask you that question, what's the best piece? I bet you can guess. What's my very favorite? Co- uh, coconut. The coconut one I won the lottery. I'm not surprised in the least. Really quickly, just to clear up another thing Jeff pointed out, I'm a Midwesterner through and through, so it'll always be caramel. Mm-hmm. So Well done. Yeah. Crystal's on the line. Hi, Crystal. Crystal, what's the best yes. piece of chocolate in the box of chocolates? Okay, I work for Seas Candy in California. Oh my God, I love you. Can you be our best friend and send us chocolate? Thank you. I don't work there anymore. But oh. Darn it. So, the best piece at Seas Candy is the butterscotch square, oh. which it's like you're biting into a chunk of brown sugar. Oh. That sounds really good. I want Second, that. Would be the the Bordeaux, which is a brown sugar buttercream. Uh, why don't we have the, like we're I, we can get C's candy here, right? Well, yeah, actually, the um, there's a store in Edina in Southdale. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to make a trip. Mm-hmm. Yes, and actually, the dark chocolate outside, vanilla white buttercream on the inside, Ooh. can't go wrong. Uh, See, you're talking my language when it comes to like buttercream, mm-hmm. brown sugar. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm I'm all here for those flavors in my chocolate. Yeah. Well, you go to you go and get yourself some. All right, thank you, sweetie. Thanks, Crystal. I'm just telling. Like, I really feel strongly that fruit doesn't need to be anywhere near I, chocolate. You know, I again, I will eat every bo- bite in that box of chocolate, but I would not go to fruit as my first. Never, ever. never, ever. Can I ask a question? Because well, I actually know the answer to this because we talked about this earlier. Um, are you just my like? Are you just without a map? Going so, through yeah, the this is the other beef that I had, and I didn't want to make this like personal, so I'm not going to tell you the box. Good idea. What I will tell you, no, I'm not even going to tell you that. What I will tell you is there was no map, Mm-mm. and I was, and and this was a, a better quality. Yeah. I would call this a very good quality of chocolate, right? Um, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. And there was no map, 
So we were left. Now you can kind of like you can kind of see a, a fruit cream coming a yeah, mile away, unless you can't, which is yeah. when it's really frustrating when you yeah. think you've chosen the proper. That was chocolate. the first thing mistake I made last night. I ended up getting like a raspberry cream, and I was I'm like, "Sorry about that." I'm sorry about that. And then it like bursts, and you're like, "No, no, no! That yeah. is not what I wanted." Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Lots of uh, chocolate feels for. For sure. Oh, for sure. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Well, guess what? We have Cookie Patty on the line. Yay! And she's always good for a uh, discussion about food. food, especially the kind that we love the most. Cookie Patty, hello! Hello! What is the best piece of chocolate in the box of chocolates? Anything that's got caramel in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah. Thank you very much. Or straight up white chocolate. Yeah, I but do love, white, you know, occasionally they'll give you like the one or two pieces of white chocolate in a box. And I do. Yeah. I do think those are fun. So, but, you know, I've had some really waxy, bad white chocolate. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of a hit or miss. But, yeah. How can you go wrong with especially milk chocolate and caramel? Um, <laughs> you can't. Yep. Or you dark really chocolate can. and caramel. White chocolate and caramel. All the things. I've never tried white chocolate and caramel. Oh, I would suggest you do that. It's quite okay. good. <laughs> well, I guess what I tried. What? Over the weekend. I took Holly's advice, and I put two symphony bars in the middle of my 8 by 8 pan. And? Oh, my God. Life-changing. So I have now... <laughs> I, I just said to her on the phone, I'm like, have you tried any other candy bars? Oh, like, now, you're, thinking, now you're in. Uh, I'm like, caramello. Yes. Will you do me a favor and just remind the audience, you put them in what? So, I used an 8 by 8 pan. I poured half the brownie batter in the pan. Then I laid there. You can buy Symphony in like the big, humongous candy bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, what are they? Eight by four? Yeah. And I just laid two of them on the half of the batter. And then I poured the remaining batter over the top and then cooked the brownies like you normally would cook brownies. And I cut into it and it's got this delicious, soft and chewy, milk, car- milky chocolate with some toffee pieces mm. and some little almond pieces. Yum. It just adds a little bit of something to the brownie. And I'm not a big one. I like my nuts separate. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in more ways than one. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> but- <laughs> oh, Cookie Patty, we just love you. Thank you. Love you guys. Too. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. Have a great day. See, it seems to me, I feel like our unofficial uh, examination of the public and their feelings about yeah, fruit everybody... and chocolates, nobody wants it. Yeah, and, uh, there are people who do, and I want them to have it if they need it, but just like Don't... the generic, yeah. g- classic box of chocolates, I think needs a little bit of an upgrade is all I'm or, saying. Or like if they're going to do, like if you're going to have a sampler... Make one sampler that's like, hey, you can Are you be, a feel safe years here. Old? Yeah, there's no fruit it. in this one. Take that one. Yeah. Right? Like, label and those it will well. will sit on the shelf for the next 30 years. Also, for goodness sake, put a damn map in the box. Thank you. Yeah, that's that to me is criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. Fix the problem. When we return on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, um, we, we have, uh, Bradley, you actually uh, learned a little something you didn't already know about Jamie yeah. Lynn Spears and you're going to share it with all of us absolutely when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 and now a valentine from team Cobra to Chloe Kardashian a quote from Marilyn Monroe it's all make-believe 
isn't it? This has been a Valentine from Team Cobra to Khloe Kardashian. I wonder what what Albert Einstein would have to say about that. I don't know. Presumably we could just Google it. I know. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. Who posts those dumb things? So Colleen and Bradley trainer. When I look for inspiration, I typically go to Albert Einstein or Marilyn Monroe. I just have original thoughts. Uh, Bradley, <laughs> you learned something new about Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, I learned a, uh, or I read rather a story wherein um, I. Let me start over. Yeah. I read a story wherein I learned something about Jamie Lynn Spears thanks to an Us Weekly exclusive, which that is not, a, that's no small thing, Mm-mm. right? Mostly those things are pointless and a waste of time. But I actually learned two things, and I'll Ooh. tell you about both of them right now. Number one. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so the story um, from Us Weekly is about Jamie Lynn Spears, and we haven't heard much out of her lately, so I thought... I need to know what this is about. But wait, I don't understand this. Exclusive Sweet Magnolia's cast reveal bond with co-star Jamie Lynn Spears and more behind-the-scenes secrets. So I was like, I don't know what these words mean because I am not a huge follower of the career of Jamie Lynn Spears. Mm -hmm. But um, some people probably have watched Netflix's Sweet Magnolia's. And this show uh, is on Netflix and stars Jamie Lynn Spears. So... In that sense, I learned that Jamie Lynn Spears is in a show. Yeah, she like actually is working and doing acting yeah. things. So, you know, despite the, the fact that all we hear about in headlines regarding her is her fight with her sister, she's actually got a career. But remember, And it's not even like in its first season. No. This thing has like been around for a minute. Yeah, exactly. And so then I was reading up on the show. I did not like watch the show because I'm like, I don't, this is not. You don't want to get that deep into this. This is not up my alley <laughs> at all when I read about this show. I was like, okay, I bet some people really enjoy it. Anyway, then I read the story. So again, this is an exclusive telling me that um, the cast of this show that <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears is on reveal their bond with her and i thought well that's an interesting exclusive article like what okay so uh and then it goes on to say things like this while joanna garcia swisher who plays maddie townsend brooke elliott who plays dana sue sullivan and heather headley who plays helen decatur have their on-camera disagreements with jamie lynn spears's character noreen fitzgibbons whom maddie's husband bill townsend played by chris klein left maddie for their real lives couldn't be any further away from how they act in scenes she's a dear friend and a wonderful mother one of them said uh, another one said she didn't have many scenes with Jamie, but the two actresses instantly bonded over similar stages of motherhood. Jamie Lynn and I have not. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help for your financial to do's. Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Had many scenes together because, you know, Helen is not too fond of her, the character. She's getting there, said the Broadway actress. But Jamie Lynn has always been so sweet. She's so professional and kind and soft-spoken and just a sweet, very kind heart trying her best to be a good mommy and a good wife. Oh, wow. Okay, so I read that and I was like, this seems, you know, for most people, this would be like, this is just a celebrity puff piece. Remember I said I learned two things. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of them is that Jamie Lynn is in this show, Steel Magnolias, but it's not Steel Magnolias. What's it called? Sweet Magnolias. Mag- yeah, mag- yeah. Sweet Magnolias. And I see like Magnolia Bakery. Maybe we can oh, get some I would like pudding. some banana pudding. Uh, but anyway, so that was the first thing. But the second thing is, oh, the other thing I read in this article is called image laundering because that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. And I, I understand it, dear Us Weekly. This, like, I'm not saying the cast was like, we need to, you know, do something good for Jamie Lynn Spears. Mm-hmm. But I, on some level, a connection was made and a suggestion was you know, given that perhaps it wouldn't be a bad thing for somebody to say some nice things in public about Jamie Lynn Spears at this moment. Oh, I think. I mean, that is the one and only purpose of this article, because when you really think about it, like. There's nothing about this show. No. And that that would garner an article like this right now. Right. And there's other actresses in this that like you actually might know some of their work better than, you know, Jamie Lynn Spears. Well, Chris Klein is not an actress, but he is an actor. You would know him before you would probably know that Jamie Lynn Spears was in this. And you might even really be quite curious about how his career is going because he's had some stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, nobody's nobody's talking to these ladies and doing a puff piece about Chris Klein. No. And it's because somebody's laundering the image of mm. one Jamie Lynn Spears. Again, no shame. I see you, Us Weekly. Most importantly, I see you, PR team, for one Jamie Lynn Spears. So this was very instruct, uh, instructive, instructional, in that, you know, here you have something that seems sort of, well, that's uh, okay. You know what this story actually also tells me? Is that I, I don't... I truly trust nt lawyer on just about everything but that blind item we had today about perhaps jamie lynn uh standing down because maybe britney spears paid her off doesn't fit right more likely it seems to me somebody in her representation was like hey jamie lynn um this whole like battle royale between the two sisters is probably not well, going to do good things for your career. I don't want to make like a, a, a weird analogy that makes uh, Britney Spears seem like a farm animal. But like uh, if you fight like if like going after or even defending yourself is what I imagine Jamie Lynn Spears thinks she's doing when um, she speaks out after her sister kind right. of takes, you know, goes after her on social media. It it doesn't it doesn't do you any favors Mm-mm. to show up to that fight because you'll end up still being you know painted with the same. You brush. look like you're punching down, and not only that. Well, and you're just in a in a battle. You're not going to win, right? And it's not going to look good for your career. And so, but this kind of stuff, this kind of piece, 
does well, look better she's in, for her. Yeah, she's exactly. in control of the narrative. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. People doing dumb things. That's what we're telling you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid. Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Often times it's too. Florida! Like Ottawa. Oh, Ontario. Maybe. Listen. Unless it's not Ottawa, well, Canada. Listen closely to the story. All of that will figure in prominently. Um, I don't know if you know this, but there's some stuff going on in Ottawa in oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's some like protests against mandates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this guy was like, I'm gonna I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to create some havoc. I'm going to call in a bomb threat. Oh, that's a brilliantly not brilliant idea. Ottawa police. I'm going to tell them I'm going to set off a bomb in downtown Ottawa because I don't agree with mask mandates. Great. Well, he did this. And uh, they have to take that seriously because it's a bomb threat, right? What makes that in and of itself makes this guy a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, don't do that. Illegal. What really makes this guy a crazy, stupid idiot is that he was trying to call Ottawa, Canada. Oh, God. Did he call, like, Ottawa? Ohio. Oh. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Ohio, no. He just Googled the number for the Ottawa police, and he ended up calling a precinct in the small town of Ottawa, Ohio. Great. It's a town around four of around 4,000 people. It's about 60 miles outside of Toledo, Ohio. Um, This idiot, I mean, he's from Ottawa. Ohio, by the way. Did I mention that? Okay. Yeah. He's from, uh, is it, is it Akron? Is that, yeah, Akron, Akron, Ohio. Didn't realize that he was just dialing like not an international number, just regular old Ohio 419 area code. Interesting. So he's clearly the top of his class. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway. What they're happened? still they're still trying to decide how to charge him for this. Oh, but they know who it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'm assuming, like most places, uh-huh. you can find out the number of the star six calling. nine. That. <laughs> okay, great. So he put in a lot of thought, yeah. and a lot of feeling into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, he, I mean, he was he put a lot of Very thought angry. and a lot of feeling into his anger, and then no thought. Into, into how to express how to ex- that anger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. Good job. Kudos. Okay, now we're going to go to Utah. Utah. And um, this is one of the most fascinating stories you're going to hear today. Probably, yeah, one of the most, if not the most. I want to okay. tell you about 27-year-old Victor Chavez Zuniga. And um, he basically, well, he got pulled over. Okay. It happens. Mm-hmm. Is he like speeding or? Yeah, it was a traffic stop and um, they were like, uh, hey, um, you were going uh, a little faster than you were supposed to. And also you had a broken headlight. Okay. So 
routine, stop, nothing to see here, mm-hmm. not crazy, stupid idiot status. But then a computer check turned up several active warrants for him. And uh, Victor was then handcuffed and placed into custody. Um, that's when they do something I think that's pretty common in these types of cases. They performed a search on uh, Victor. Uh, like a full body? Like a cat bo- yeah, well, body I don't know. They, no, they like were like his, his property. Person, his, his person. Oh, okay. They but patted they, him they, down. Yeah, this is not like at jail. They were just like, okay. okay, we need to search you, patch you down, see. Oh, you got a wallet here. Okay, he's got a wallet. But it's what was in the wallet that will change your life forever. Wasn't condoms. No, it was not condoms. That would not, I don't think, change your life. No. A lottery ticket? It was not a lottery ticket. Although, if you had like a winning lottery ticket, I bet you'd be like, hey, you can have my ticket if you let me go. You know, you might try to pull a fast one or something, right? Mm-hmm. What was in his wallet? Mm-hmm. Oh, a Capital One. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jennifer Garner. You're no, <laughs> actually, it was a human finger. Mm-mm. Whose? What? During a search, police found the defendant's wallet, which contained, quote, a severed finger in a cloth wrap. The finger... Was it a new finger uh, or was it an old finger? Had what appeared to be bloop and bloop on it and uh, was beginning to turn green and the fingernail appeared to be decayed. Yes. Additionally, when officers removed the finger from the cloth wrap, a noticeable foul smell well, was observed. I'll bet. He had a rotten finger in oh his wallet. Oh my, okay. I need, I've got questions. Well, I don't have answers. Did they, we don't know where the finger came what? from. What? How? How do you not? I mean, that feels like the first question. Also, can you just imagine? You're just going about your day. You're like, that person did something that was kind of crying. And then you are holding a finger. Finger. Yeah. I wonder. A smelly finger. Yeah. That's, a stinky barbecue finger. That's a finger you don't want to pull because it already <laughs> smells. It's already been pulled off uh, oh, somebody's um, body. Um, also, this reminds me of that the place. Where is that place? Is it Alaska where they got a bar or like Oregon or Washington? Somewhere over there. Where, where they, they have, collect fingers? Where there's like a bar that's got like a finger in a shot and you do the shot with the dead finger in it. And the finger just sits in the booze, and, you know, because it like Bradley. This is a you're real thing. You've talking not heard to this? me like I know what you're talking about. Finger, people know what this is. Finger shot. Let's Who, see. What? Who's finger? What? <laughs> finger shot. I swear, there's this no. bar where you can. Where do they get the fingers? You can like take a shot with. It's just one finger. Whose finger? That's what I don't remember. But it's like a. It's a famous thing. Like you can do a shot with the finger. Human finger alcohol. Okay, shot. hit up the googs on that one. The sour toe cocktail is a partic- is a practically a rite of passage. Yes, for visitors to Dawson City, Yukon, it's a simple drink, a shot of whiskey with an unusual accompaniment, a mummified human toe. Okay, it's no! a toe. No, <laughs> that's why it's called no! the sour toe cocktail, not the sour finger. Um, this is apparently in 1973. <gasps> no. In 1973, legend has it Captain Dick Stevenson found a jar and a toe in a remote cabin. He came up with the idea of the Sour Toe Cocktail Club. Not sourdough, sour toe. Uh-huh. 
It's an exclusive club with one membership requirement. In order to gain admittance to the club, potential members must drink the legendary sour cocktail. I don't want to live here anymore. I don't want to live on this planet. I don't. And to be a member of the club, your lips must touch the gnarly toe. (laughs) Wonder if it has hair on it. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Does it have a bunion? It's cut, it's, very, it's cut above the it's, bunion. It's very dark. It looks like a piece of charcoal or something, honestly. Oh gosh, also, that, that it probably isn't a real toe. No, it's a no, real it's toe. A real it's just toe. been mummified, honey. It's a real toe. I don't know if I can go on with my day. <laughs> I, you know, I am not Oddly, sure. this doesn't disturb me in the sense that, like, it's in alcohol. It's mummified. So it's not going to give you, like, any disease because mm-hmm. it's been essentially... I'm going to take you on another journey right now. Okay. Where's your uh, crazy stupid no, idiot? No, we're staying with the toe. I just learned oh. something that I want to share with you. Okay. In 2017, something terrible happened. I know what you're going to tell me, because this is how I learned about the story. They severed the severed toe from yeah. the bar. <laughs> somebody stole the damn toe. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say somebody swallowed the toe. Well, I've heard rumors that people you know the terrible have tried... Thing is? Somebody will swallow that thing and they'll get it. They'll retrieve it. The sour toe cocktail. I also love that it's in the Yukon because where else? Like there's nowhere else in the lower 48 where somebody would come up with that. Also, there's somebody called the minister is called the toe captain. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. The keeper of the toe. (laughs) I'm done. Sour toe cocktail. You know, that's I'm a done. hobby you don't want to pick up during a pandemic. Sour toe. <laughs> oh, no. My sour toe skills are on points. Mm. Anyone want Parmesan? Okay. Do you think that, like, I'm sure it just kind of, like, boop, touches your lips and then you're done. Yeah. You have to be more, more worried I, about the, the lips that have been touching the toe rather exactly. than the toe itself. Please, oh my god! Or like touching the glass. Like I think you yeah. have more. I want to take you there and see if they'll put it in not alcohol. I can't drink alcohol, yeah. so that's that. I'm out. Maybe they'll put it in a Shirley Temple. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, a kitty cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh God! I just saw another picture. It is. Vile. Did you see the one from like the side? The, oh, it's just it's terrible. Okay, I don't. It looks kind of like. I don't like, want to follow the dead toe. It looks. I'm done. I don't even know what it looks like. It just kind of looks like I don't know. It, it looks like a severed toe that's been mummified. No, it looks True. like a prune. Like, if you with a nail. Yep. Right. Or like a date? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no. That's like a date. Def- there's, that's the only date you're getting with that thing. <laughs> well, no, that's the only date you're getting after you do that oh, shot. Oh, my gosh. Because the first time you tell somebody you're dating <laughs> that you have once made contact with a mummified toe. They're not going to make that's contact also with had, you. It's, uh, that's had like, you know, a bunch of other people's lips on it. I just feel like you're going in a different direction. When we return next time. Hey, if anybody has been to the uh, sour toe cocktail place in Dawson City, yeah, let, Yukon, us know. let us know. Yeah. How far of a drive do you think that is? Like how or how long? How long is it going to take us to get there? I'm going to tell you. To okay. Yukon. Yeah. Days. I mean, we don't need to drive. I'm just saying, like, what's the journey there? And like, is it a real small town? What, are we going like? Foot, is there like a hotel? <laughs> well, we can take a uh, 
trip by air or we can drive for 48 hours. No, we're not driving. So what's, you know, do they going to take us a day to get there? Is it by a direct air? flight? We, no, there's okay. three stops. Oh, good. Because you got to go through Seattle and Vancouver and then to Whitehorse. Okay. And then is there a long drive once we get there? I don't know. What's the hotel situation in this joint? Are we staying? I mean, like, is I mean, there they have TV? a bar with a toe. <laughs> right. That's that trying to like, paint a picture. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't think you should have like double tree vibes. What's the name of the city again? Dawson City, okay, Yukon. Yeah, no Great. warm cookies with that one. Um. Okay. I'm going to. Holly. What's. Is that pecans in that cookie? Okay. When we come back. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Reasons? I can't anymore. Don't make that noise. It's a little dry. Do you think somebody, like, chews the nail? We're going to play the throwback <laughs> live after this on My MyTalk 1071.